Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd. Welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously, and uh, that was a little uh, jaunt through the past with uh, my good buddy Eddie Fisher, who's joining me today live here on Courageous Healing Courageously, and we're going to talk about that ride we took back in 2017. Um, it's been a long time coming. We wanted to do this for a while, and I, I finally got my act together. So... Um, that was quite the memory, walk through memory, wasn't it, Eddie? About uh, opening, man. I mean, and, and I'll start off by saying this. Is that Eddie um, stepped up to the plate back in 2017. Um, we went back there to have dinner. I'd, he'd given me an award for uh, courageous person something. I can't remember what it was now. Nice shirt, by the way. And uh, I said, man, I need a driver to go across America. And he goes, I'm in. I said, okay, you're in. You sure? <laughs> And he says, yeah, I'm in. So um, thank God he, he was. Um, he was the right man that God put in my life for this adventure across America. Because he knew how to make me laugh. He knew how to just sit there and let me whine and cry. And then he would pop the question, okay, it's time to shut up and go back down. So, um, <laughs> I mean, he, he was, uh, it, it, it was great. It was really good. Um so, Eddie, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we finally get to do this. I mean, we, I know it was life-changing for me, and I know for you personally, it was extremely life-changing. I mean, you and your wife uh, have really reconnected in a different way. And you told me you were going to do that at the end of the ride, and, and you did, and it, and it shows. So, um, you know, you want to tell us, tell them how, how, we, how we hooked up, how we met in the first place? I mean, it was just kind of like a, 
it's not like we've been friends for 50 years. It's just was kind of a, everything was God driven. Well, gosh, it is so great to be here with you. I, I get teared up watching, uh, that little preview there. And, um, I get teared up just thinking about everything we've been through, how God put us together. God put us, you know, I knew you from, you know, obviously we're both alumni of Betty Ford, uh, the regional alumni volunteer program, which got me reconnected with the center. And then I got an opportunity to meet so many wonderful people. I mean, you talk about, you know, God's plan, not mine. I mean, I had, you know, Randy, it's like I had resentments to treatment and I got invited to this 24th anniversary party. Um, I had uh, in 2006, I had gotten sober in April of 2006 and that was in November I said, yes, my sponsor thought it'd be a good idea. I go because I was doing fourth and fifth step work and what happens, right? I get connected and then, you know, I eventually go to these, this party that we had in the desert. I met you. Um, We had spoken, Um, but really what it was interesting enough, right? That all fell apart. We don't need to get into that. Right. But then there was this brief moment where they got us all back together. And you and I were talking, but then I showed up and you were there. And uh, Tammy said to me, Hello. Tammy said, um, you need to talk to Randy because you two are going in a similar direction. And, you know, the only thing I can make that is, is that, you know, these uh, get the Jesus guys together. (laughs) (laughs) I I kind of understood what she was saying, but then, you know, I went up to you and talked to you and you shared about the book that you wrote right? and you were, you, you, I don't think you published it yet or so it was just published. It was just published, but you know, I was working in, in crisis work, heavy, heavy into crisis work. Right. And then you, you start talking about your journey and, and the book that you wrote and it was relevant to something that I was working with. And I was like, well, this is exactly why I'm here. Now, at that point, who even knew where we were going to go, right? So what a beautiful, you know, when you say yes to things, when you don't want to say yes to things and you show up, God does the rest, right? He had this all planned out for you and I. And, you know, you, you kind of go a little bit forward And it's almost five years because I just got the memory of Bob Taylor coming out to Pennsylvania for a visit. Mm -hmm. And I have him in, it it was 47 years later, he was at Woodstock again, right? I mean, that was, 
So, but I mean, it's just right. It's like, but you know, I decided to go. I well, I decided to go on that mission trip in Pennsylvania. I don't know. I think more of it was probably I needed a winter in my life. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just needed a winter in my life, and and you know, you came up and visited. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're like, you know. I want to ride my bike. <laughs> well, you put it together, Randy. And I knew I was that summer. I was going to, I just, it just came out of my mouth. I'll, I'll be in a, I'll be in a position to, to be able to drive, mm-hmm. you know, to do this. And uh, you put it together. You let me know. Yep. And you it. let me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I let you know. All right. That's five. You know, we're going to come up this June twenty sixth. I think we took off. It was fa- it was Father's Day weekend. Father's Day. Uh, I, think yeah. the, I think it was the eighteenth. The eighteenth. Two thousand. I just remember yes. it was one hundred and twenty degrees. That's all. I remember. It'll be. It'll be five years, right? It'll be yeah. five years this June. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 incredible, right? The um. The things that led up to that. The intensity, it's, it's just incredible. Like, I don't know, like everything in my life is intense <laughs> or it's like, I don't know. Yeah, There's yeah, never, yeah, yeah. Nothing's you know, easy. Five years of, of crisis work, a mission trip. I return back and I get on a plane to Palm Springs and here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get here to Palm Springs and we take off. It's you said it was uh, well, it was 118 that day that we left. I'll never forget. Yeah. I'll never forget. And the next day it was 125 halfway to Wickenburg. And I said, "No, nah, I'm done. Put me in the truck." Yeah, your shoes were ready to melt. I know they were. I know my brain was melting. That's for sure. Well, you know what though was great about that too, Randy. Like we were, you know, you were there to do something greater than yourself, Mm -hmm. but you didn't have to prove anything, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and, and, and we knew that this was going to be a journey, just like recovery, just like our lives and our stories. And it's okay, you know, to give it your all and then say, okay, enough for today. Right? Like I did what I needed to do today. And um, we knew we had a, it, it wasn't going to be a sprint. No, not by and there, any There's so many correlations to the, the life journey to even in those little moments that we had, let alone the big moments. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like we had we had the entire ride plotted out. We knew we were going to be at point A in the morning and we were going to point B. As long as we got to point B that evening, and I think we, we never had to change our endpoint. But it's much like life, you know, when we're on this journey. I mean, what happens between A and B happens, you know. I mean, there's times we got, what did we go, 25 miles on a dirt road that was supposed to be paved. Remember that? Oh, my God. We were in places nobody's ever been, ever. I was waiting to get shot. I waited for a bunch of hillbillies to come out and get me out. You know, I mean, it was like, Eddie, we got to get out of here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it didn't matter it was what happened in between A and B, right? And if I and if I made it all the way, we just kind of have a smooth sailing day. Great, 
But, you know, uh, the one day in Pennsylvania, I think it was Pennsylvania, where I, I just got done climbing this five-mile grade, and we get to the top, and it starts to absolutely, I mean, pour buckets down. Well, I guess we're just driving into the rest of the way, you know? The Sinking Valley, you know, with all the Amish. And you, <laughs> come on, boy, paddle, you SLB. We only got 10 more miles. You told me that 100 miles ago, right? <clears throat> it was 112 miles, I think, that day. And it was, I mean, you know, we were there in the summer, and it, was, it wasn't exorbitantly hot, but there was a lot of humidity in a lot of those areas, you know. Um, and so, you know, we, I mean, we had fun. I think that was the key thing is that we had fun um, along the way, you know. Um, and we got along, in my view, exceptionally well for a couple of goombas driving together and riding across America together. Um, you know, and, and, and because it was God-centered, there was a lot that happened along the way that we couldn't explain. And, and, and it was a miracle, you know, several miracles. Um, you know, what's uh, when we were in Grant, Colorado, and the guy came into the well that earlier that day, I God spoke to me about who the angels were that were surrounding me, right? and I broke down on on, on on Interstate 40 crying, talking to my wife because I feel, I mean it was unbelievable. And then we get to Grant and a guy named Mike, who God said Michael was one of the guys surrounding me. Shows up the Ford dealer, and I sit there and talk to him and give him direction. I mean, you know, there was those moments, and and I think Eddie, if I remember right, to best of my recollection, that everywhere we stopped, and especially every when we stayed at Hampton Inns almost exclusively, everywhere we went, every day we drove, somebody had been sexually abused, male and female. Male and female, you know. Um, and so we were bringing the news to a lot of people that, uh, that needed to hear it. And we're grateful to hear it. But <clears throat> it's something that, for me, I still don't realize how much, how profoundly it affected me. Mm. All I know is this, is that when I think about it, I want to do it again. I just want to do it again. I mean, it was like, it was fun, but it's kind of hard because that was the the, the, the the granddaddy of all the rides all the way across America, you know. But then with the people we met, just. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, that's the spontaneity and uh, the moment, the unexpected, the. Uh, having no expectations, um, being rerouted, all of it. You know, I've been thinking a lot about this uh, a lot. And, you know, I wanted to tell you, I wanted to thank you. I just wanted to thank you so much for allowing me to be on that trip with you. I, it, it, it's, it's, definitely one of the highlights of my life. It, it, it was so important to me and it was so beautiful to be, be as I always say, behind the dash mm -hmm. outside the circle to watch 
someone who I love and respect very much do something so courageous. Um, it was such an honor and a privilege, Randy. Oh, thanks, Eddie. It was, on, it was an honor to have you. So I, just, you know, I just want to let you know from the bottom of my heart how, how much I give thanks to that experience. Um, and, you know, it's something that, one, I'll never take for granted. Right, right. And, and it will always be etched, you know, in my soul and, and every every part of my being, you know. I mean, you know, it's interesting, right? Because you're going through what you're going through. And I'm getting a chance to see what you're going through. And then, yes, let's set, let's set that moment up in Grants Pass, New Mexico. I mean, first of all, let's go the the day before we were in Gallup. Yep. And the engine light goes on in your truck. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, what's this? So I tell you, hey. Right, yeah. And you're like, Stitch, I got this you're all serviced, like you know, everything, you know, your truck was in you had it all taken care of yet. I mean, obviously for good reasons, mm-hmm. everything was all ready to go. Why would the engine light be going on? Right. You didn't need oil. You couldn't. I mean, so. All right. Well, we get in the truck um, from Gallup and um, which was a neat little place. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go and then I get a message from another cyclist who you met in Arizona Mm -hmm. and says, Hey, you're not going to believe this, but the best Chinese restaurant with the best fried rice you'll ever eat is in Grants Pass, New Mexico. (laughs) I don't even think we were scheduled to go there either. No, we're going to Albuquerque. Right. And it was, that was, so the engine light stays on, you're monitoring it. And then as we get into Grants Pass, what I would, do is obviously, you know, at certain points of the day, I would go further ahead, wait for you, cheer you on, whatever you needed, right? Coconut water, all that, right? I mean, that's like, right? The the nectar of the gods when you're doing what you're doing. All the dates we had and everything, right? Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, yeah. So I ride into town when we get to that certain point because I'm looking for a place of in, a point of interest where we could get you with your, you know, that was so awesome. You know, lift up the bike over your head and yeah. take that picture. And there was a, a Santa Fe caboose in Grants Pass Yeah, so located that. But you come in and you're like, hey, I stopped in. There was a Ford dealership as we came into town. And you're like, hey, I uh, we're gonna take the truck in, you know. After let's go. So we got the picture taken. I don't. I don't remember if we went to eat. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we had lunch at that little Chinese restaurant. Yeah, right. Yeah, Unbe- and it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It was more food than we can eat. Oh, and then, uh, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. I was eating for two, maybe yeah. three. So that's where Uncle Eddie Eats came yeah. to fruition. 
That's where it, where it came from. So here we go to the Ford dealership. And I know one guy had come in and said, hey, you know, uh, you had a little talk. And then the second gentleman comes in. And I remember where I was sitting and where you were sitting and Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he came in and, and he saw the truck. Right. You know, he's, oh, I love what you're doing. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You and him are talking. I went, went and got a rack card. Yeah. Because, you know, want to share with people if they wanted to donate. If someone needed help or someone they knew needed help, they had the information. So I gave him the rack card, you and him. I'll never forget that moment when he walked back. Oops. When he walked back in. Yeah. When he walked back in and said, the look, I didn't know what you were riding for. Yeah. Because he read the rack card. And, uh, you know, here's this man coming from Mississippi to go to California. He got a, a job. He he was a crane operator. Here we are coming from California going across. The other way. Yeah. Would you spend like an hour and a half with him talking? I don't, it seemed like it was seemed like it was that, but yeah, you said it was quite a while. Yeah. And to watch this from behind the dash. And then to watch you too, and then to to see you after come back in and take that. I'll never forget that exhale. Like you were, you know, you were is mm-hmm. you know, you helped him, you gave him resources, and yep. he shared with you. And then the guy from the Ford dealership peeks his head in and says, "Hey guys, everything's great." No charge. Yep. Boy, that engine light. If God didn't put that engine light on. <laughs> There's I, no doubt. You were that. And, and I thought to myself, you know, there's the trip. And that was pretty early into the journey, right? I mean, so yeah. two states in and boom, um, in Grants Pass, New Mexico. Um, and it just proves that. God's got a plan and we're just, you know, there for the ride. Like we're there to serve and we're, you know, what you've been through in your life. I mean, all the work that you've put in, all the tears, all the pain, like to see, to know you, and then to see you serve and be available for someone who needed you very, very, very much yeah. at that moment. You know, like if if we all are blessed enough or eh, I don't know if that's the right word. If we all can get through to a certain point in our life to what we've been through. To come through and to be able to witness and see that purpose for, because how many times I know I have I said, you know, why? Why did I have to go through this? Or why did I do this? Or why did I, yeah. God, what are you doing to me? Or why am I sabotaging myself? To, to whatever that why is and those answers are or whatever, right? It's like, 
wow, Randy, I, you're here to serve me and serve others, to give others hope yep. that you can heal courageously. Um, you know, and, and man, that's, it, it, take, it does take courage. It, it does. Um, you know, when you, cause you know, my entire story and, you know, for I was a white guy, why guy, you know, why take my dad when I was 12 years old, why did he die? Why did he get divorced? Then why did you put this guy in my life that was going to abuse me? Blah, blah, all the whys all for, I mean, I stayed a victim for 38 years. And I can remember at the, I think it was a rock church in San Diego, Miles McPherson's church, right? Kathy and I were in the bookstore and I picked up a book um, and I opened it up and inside was a scripture, Genesis 50, 20. It says, God, man, what man meant for harm, God meant for good. He brought you to this place in your life, to, brought you to this place to save the lives of many men. And Kathy and I looked at each other and said, there it is. But if God would have told me, hey, I just hang in there, Randy, because in the long run, you're going to help many, many people. I'd have gone, nah, nah. I'm, if you want me to go through this so I can help others, what about me? I, I, you know, but that's how God works. And the funny thing is, I don't, I don't know what I told you, but when I was like 15 in one of my mother and stepfather's prayer meetings in the house, one of the uh, elder ladies prophesied over me that, I was going to be at one day helping many, 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 many men. And here it is. So, you know, that was that was a very spiritual moment. I mean, even the day before, in between, uh, before Gallup, when we were right into Gallup, that, that when I had the angel speak to me, when I said, okay, God, I know you can surround me by, by your, by your uh, guardian angels, but I would like to know their names, if they're going to be with me for the rest of the ride. And I have my earphones in, right, music. And as I'm tri- driving, I mean riding, um, I hear him say, take the earphones out of your ears. I can't talk to you with those in there. So I took them out, and he says, Randy, he goes, the first angel is your, your dad. I go, hmm, my dad's dead. He goes, you ask, don't question. I says, okay. He goes, and then, he said, Rollin is what he said. He said, the second angel, Cecil. I go, well, that's, that's my grandfather. He goes, don't ask. And the, and the, the third one was, was Michael. I'm going, Michael? I think, all I could think of was Michael, Michael the archangel. So then I'm riding probably another mile that day, <clears throat> you know, during that day. And all of a sudden, from my finger, it started at my fingertips. I started getting the chills. You know, with all of my arms, my body, and all of a sudden I just started getting all teary-eyed and crying. And he says, and Randy, he goes, the victims that didn't make it are surrounding you right now. I'll never mm-hmm. forget. And that's when I broke down and called Kathy. Right mm-hmm. on the Interstate 40, you know. And that was the day before. That's how we were riding in the gallop. That happened. So it's just, and then, you know, what was weird is a guy that we talked to in, in, in Grants, New Mexico, his name was Mike. So, I mean, it was just like, like you say, when, when we, when I think, I believe when we get out of God's way and just say, okay, God, use me and we mean it, you just got to be prepared for the doors to open and then walk through yes. them. You know? Yes. Because walking through them yeah. 
isn't for the faint of heart. Not at all. Not at all. And then we got the High's Filling Station. Some fun times. Remember High's Filling Station and uh, oh my goodness, the K yeah. Capital Gooseberries. What's a gooseberry? What's a gooseberry? <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that was funny. They, it, and I just remember, I just remember the people, right? Yeah. In, in that restaurant, small restaurant. Remember that young waitress was super, super kind to us, right? Yeah, and, Beth. Her name's Beth. Beth. Um, okay. Beth. She owns. You know, her and her family yeah. own it. They still. They still do. That'd be great, yeah, because they, they um they treated us like family. Like here, here comes two goombas walking into a restaurant in the middle of our, or towards the end of a hot day, and we sit down, and they just treat us like yeah everyday family. Yep, which was great. And but with my know, accent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coffee. He, you you, know, you, you yeah, I want coffee. <laughs> and then the gooseberry pie. We'll never forget that, you know. Um, so that what I want to do. Even some of the customers, right? I mean, you know, Andy, like you got that. Like we had some of these pockets, right? Because before that in Eureka, we were with Deanna yeah. at Cake Batter, yeah. right? We, yeah. And that, would, that I found on Yelp. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of. We have a great, great time with Deanna and her son and, yep. you know, and then we go off and um, uh, get to, uh, you know, get to uh, uh, Yates Center. Yates Center, Yates, yeah. Kansas. We had that like 60s motel. Yeah, matter of fact, I, I got that tape up here. That well, that's, 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 so that's where. I think what I'm going to do. <laughs> this is legendary. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go oh, there ahead right there and we're going <laughs> to have some fun with it here. Oh, this so is this. This is early morning. Get ready to ride out of Yates, Kansas in this uh, 60s or 70s throwback hotel. And only Eddie could get me to do this. So watch this.
Uh, there's a little more to that, but it's not not the humorous part that that is. So, um, oh boy, yeah, that was funny. Yates Center through six thirty in the morning. Uh, but that um, was the first picture too. I'll never forget. You know, as I started uh, taking pictures, capturing moments, getting video, we have these moments. But that was the first one that I took. You know, you always kind of go, oh, I wish I did this from the start. But things develop. That's the right. fun part right. of you passing the um, the route sign or right. the speed, you know. And that morning, I got a picture of you and like the dew was coming up, wow. that morning mist. Yep. You know, we're in the heartland and beautiful. Man, there you go, you know. Yeah, that was, that was beautiful. And then we can't forget about um, Terrell Hoot. Terrell Hoot. Terrell Hoot. And it, it rained and lightning and thundered pretty heavy that day. But we were inside Fifi's Cafe with the ever-famous Kelly Davis. Right? Oh. And then that's the night you had a flipping food coma that I thought you were dead. Don't ever tell Uncle Eddie eats. Don't ever tell Uncle Eddie whatever you want. It's on the house. Food, take take some home for tomorrow. Take dessert, whatever you want. Have at it, guys. And they comped the whole thing for us, and they were they were just super happy that we were there. And um, that the was, that Zeus was, Burger, the Zeus Burger, oh, yeah, Zeus Burger. Oh my God! And what was that other god awful thing you had? Some potato? I don't know. French fries with pulled pork. Oh my God. And cheese. I'm getting a heart attack. On top of the Zeus burger, and then I had that that the square donut bread pudding. Oh, no wonder you had a coma that night. Oh, I eight o'clock, right? You were like, "Hey, uh, Stitch!" And like, yeah. I was drooling. I'm. <laughs> You're gone. That, that was, was our first Airbnb. That was what? That was our first Airbnb. That was like we only yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was a cool. Little- place yeah a little cabin you know a little one-room cabin and you know yeah so nice family good. they played it they prayed us out yeah you I know remember that. Yeah, they yep they made us some big old brownies remember that yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, oh. yeah we, i mean it was a fun trip i mean there's you know out of so many different things that came up and you know, I, I the one thing that's coming to mind right now is there's a guy i can't remember his name i saw him on facebook the other day and he'd been following me. He and and he bought my book, and I didn't know it. But he'd been following me prior to the ride across America, and then all across America, he was following me. And I remember him saying that he wanted to meet us at the endpoint. Right? He lived in upstate Pennsylvania, so um, I can remember showing up at the end of the ride, and there's you know that news that news team followed us in. Remember, they got a hold of me. They followed us. They interviewed us out there, and then they came to the end of it, and. Uh, I can remember that guy showing up, and I didn't know, who's that guy? And it was a guy that had been following me, and he drove in from upstate New York three or four hours away just to meet me and say thanks for the book, you know? And he, you know, I remember he told me, he goes, you have no idea how many people your book's helping, Randy. You have no idea. I said, no, I don't. So it was good to hear. So, I mean, you know, there was just – and then Rob joined us from uh, – uh, yeah. Or, where were we at? That was Rob did the final. We were in Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre, okay, yeah. He came in and did the final ride with you. Of course, the previous uh, uh, evening we had the chicharrones. Oh yeah. 
the fried. I I mean that's glorious. I whoever started that thing right. is glorious. Right. Um and then I think the day before that we were going through the Kabasi capital of the world. Yeah. They had a yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. All those places in Pennsylvania, you know, and, and you know, you think about too, Randy, right? Like just the little stops during the, during the trip. Right. Someone would give you $20. Yeah. You know, someone would say thank you. Um, you know, one thing that I want to bring up that really, this is where, it really impressed because what you were taking on and, and embarking on and the, the flow of emotions, um, someone came up and asked you what you were doing, what the organization was about. And I'll never forget this moment when someone had asked you if you had done that to somebody else. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. And it's a legitimate question. But the way you handle that, right? Because I was like, oh my, you know, like, you know. And and um, the way you handle that, um, I thought, wow. You know, first of all, that it's a testament to the work. It's also a testament to the emotional intelligence and understanding of what you're doing and how, you know, so many things that come out at you and, and, and everything. I, I just thought that you, you really truly spoke for yourself and you spoke for all those, all those that, that it said, you know, it stops with me. Right. You know, um, I'm going to heal, you know, and, and, and didn't, do that. I just thought that was such a poignant moment as well. You know, I learned a lot in, in, in that little segment there, you know, um, about what others think or thinking, possibly thinking, right? Cause like when you're thinking that what you're doing and, and I've done this, right? What I'm doing, everybody needs, everybody thinks it's great. Everybody's on board. <laughs> Everybody's donating. Everybody's going to buy my book. Everybody's going to donate. Everybody's going to share my Facebook page. Everybody's going to. No. And it's about that guy in upstate New York. And I think that one thing that I prey upon all the time, right, is because the ego is not the amigo. It's like, you know what? Maybe that was the reason for it all. And we have to be good with that. Right. Right. Like, um, because you're doing it for all the right reasons. If, if it's like this, Eddie, I know for a fact that we planted a million seeds across the yes. United States. I, I know that for a fact. Yes. So our job is done, basically. Every once in a while, every once in a while, we're lucky enough to see the fruit of that seed. Yes. But not too often. Right. Right. I mean, and you know that. I mean, yep. somebody else might be watering it. Right? Yep. I mean, I've had it happen to me several times where a guy come up to me a year later and say, man, what you said at this meeting when you were speaking saved my life. 
Why yep. do you say, I, I planted the seed and somebody else watered it for you? Because you can't do it alone. That's where people want, they think they can do everything alone. And they can't. You know that. I mean, it's, this is a you and me. I, I couldn't have rode across America by myself. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been near as effective. You know, I, you know the, the other true benefit of fellowship and having a friend like you and going through certain things in life mm -hmm. as you go through them, the you and I could have an honest conversation about our disappointments mm -hmm. and our feelings about that though, too. Cause that, you know, when you're in ministry work, you're in, you, you know, the spiritual warfare that comes with it, the, the, the grind, you know, you're doing a lot for really nothing. Um, right. And, to be able to have somebody to talk about that with no reservations, right. right? With So, you know, it's like anything that you say to me, like I'm grateful for, right? Like I want you to be able to get that off your chest, right. talk about that. And, and then it always seems then God goes, okay, all right, let me give you a little nugget here. Right. Right. Just when you're, you know, and, and yeah. so, but it's, it's, it's such a, a blessing to have a friend like you to be able to call up and say, you know, no one's listening. No one's this. No, right. And then right, we, right. we can get right. right. And that's what, you know, good fellowship and friendship is all about. And it's also telling each other the truth. Not what, not what, I don't tell you what I think you want to hear. You don't tell me what you think I want to hear. We, we tell the truth, right? And that, a lot of people can't do that. They're afraid yeah. that they're afraid to hurt somebody's feelings. So I want to, I want to end this with one more story about Kathy. Okay, we picked Kathy up in Pennsylvania. She flew back there. And the morning we left, I said, now listen, Kathy, she's my wife, Kathy. I says, you need to be prepared for whatever happens along the way. Right. I mean, it can get pretty powerful and pretty uh, spiritual. So we were in Asheville, right, Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah, yeah. Asheville, whatever, Asheville. And I can remember in the morning, I'm loading up my bike, and there's a gentleman there, and he looked at my truck. He asked me a couple of questions. I told him what was going on, and he proceeded to tell me his life story about how his brother, his brother got sent to his grandfather because he was disobeying his father, and his grandfather would tie him up and beat him with a whip out in the field, right, and he, he the, the, the kid finally left and came back home because he was going to kill his grandfather. He didn't. But then the guy I was talking to, his brother sexually abused him and he sexually abused some other people. And he was going on and on and on about this and talking about the butterfly and and uh, his recovery and so on. And you know, people, they look at recovery different when it comes to abuse. You know, some people deal with it and that dealing with it's not healing it. I mean, you know, but... <laughs> He goes, I'm going to go upstairs and get you some money. I said, okay, well, you know, if that's what you want to do, fine. And Kathy's at the front of the truck. And I walk around. I go, you okay? She's crying. She goes, no. She goes, I can't take this. I go, I told you. I told you how powerful it's going to be. These people are going to come to us. They see the truck. We're surrounded by God. We must have that aura of God around us because they just know what to say and what to ask. So I'll never forget that, too, that my wife, you and I have, we experienced a lot of that coming across the United States, different people. But my wife to experience that was just overwhelming emotionally for her. 
And I'm mm. glad that she was able to see that, you know. Mm. So, you know, it, it's, Eddie's, you know, I love Eddie. Like, he's like a brother to me. Um, mm. And the one thing I think I, I mentioned to him before, I, I should have said it earlier, when he told me he was going to drive for me across America, I had been told by my stepfather and mother countless times things that they were going to do for me, and they never came through with them. So I was doubting that you were going to show up, even the day that you were supposed to fly in. Until you were here in Palm Springs, then I said, okay, he's good. All right, so it just that helped me on one of my triggers from the past. But, you know, it was there. I mean, if people don't understand when it comes to this abuse, sexual, physical, emotional, or spiritual, right, the triggers that it, that it ignites deep within the fiber of your being, and they just don't go away overnight. They're going to show up somewhere in your life when you least expect it. And that's why it takes, like you said, courage to take this journey. There's so many people that I've worked with that just, they're so full of anger, hate, and rage. I said, you got to forgive. I never forgive them. Well, then I guess you're in for a life of, of this. So, Eddie, I want to thank you dearly for that trip. And like say, I say, I do, I, I, I say it now, but the COVID kind of set me back. I do want to plan another trip with maybe that ride that goes from Washington to Washington, even if it's halfway, right? Um, I, you know, people are looking at me like, are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? And I, that's what it took last time. So hopefully it comes to fruition. We'll leave it in God's hands. Um, like I say, Eddie's a, a brother of mine that, you know, God just hooked us up for, at the right time for the right reasons. So, and he's, like I say, he's always been there for me and I'll always be there for him. So, Eddie, I love you, and, and thanks for joining me on this podcast. And uh, we'll talk more, I'm sure, in the future. I'll probably have you. You know, I want to talk at a later date too about you and your your journey now, um, with with you know what you're doing with helping the, the boys. You know, primarily you're working primarily with men and boys too, which is you know what this is all about. So, you know. well, you know what? I think I only have one request from you. Oh no! Let's do a part two. Yeah, on this. Let's do part two. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's do a part two. I, I think we should. So um, yeah, yeah. I just like I say, I I, I don't want to. I don't want the platform to cut me off. So I think we're right at the edge there. So yeah, we can do a part two. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and do our outro, and then I'll be right back with you. Okay. And yep. remember, everybody, that if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does, and so does Uncle Eddie. Everybody be blessed and have a good day. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember... If nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.